So the big question is this. How do entrepreneurs like us, with only the money in our pocket, market in a way to get our products, services, and what we believe in to the world? And then, how do we convert that traffic into raving, lifetime customers to become profitable? That is the question this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Scott Mears, and welcome to Immortal Truck. Episode four. Yeah, we're doing well. We're doing strong. <laughs> um, it's it, it's really weird because um, I'm loving these so far, and um, what I find really strange is that um, like Gary V. Everyone must know Gary V. If you don't look him up, he's a very popular entrepreneur. And he very much preaches documentation over creation. And it's, it, I'm finding it really interesting because it's, it's so simple on paper documentation. Like obviously documentation means just simply document your learnings, what you're doing on, on a daily basis, rather than trying to forcibly create content each individual day, uh, like um, each individual day, because um, it'll just make it so much easier for you. Um, but because I've been so programmed, to creation through managing so many social media accounts for different clients that I've, I'm just so programmed to creating campaigns months and months ahead. So it is this thing that should be so basic and so easy. My head just makes it really complicated. And that, it's really weird. Like I'm, it's just a real struggle I'm having with this podcast at the moment is that every time I go to do it, my head's going, oh, what do I talk about? What do I talk about? Like, I'm trying to figure out, and I'm, it's just because that's just how my brain's now being wired because I have to do that of all my clients and businesses that I work with. So, uh, yeah, it's just a, a, a real weird poly system right now that I'm trying to get over. But, um, yeah, it, 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 I really feel like I'm in the process of that learning of understanding documentation. I could totally explain what documentation means. But I can't see I'm struggling to do it. It's really funny. Uh, I think, yeah, it's really weird. But, yeah, that's the reality of these right now. And I just find that really interesting. It'd be interesting to see what you guys think. Um, but what I actually want to dive in today is obviously the reality of right now is COVID. And COVID is um, a, a difficult time for a lot of people. Um, a real difficult time and it can be very lonely COVID times um, and you can obviously a lot of people very lonely um, some people live on their own some people are very hidden away they are with family members or friends but they don't want to go see anyone else outside of their house which is completely understandable um, and everyone's sort of even though everyone has to adhere to the same restrictions in their areas Everyone's sort of doing their own thing in the sense like some people are just going straight out once the restaurants are open, going for some food, going to the bars. Other people are, no, I've got to stay in. I'm on to see me grand or whatever. Everyone's sort of operating differently. Some people like free. Let's just go for it. Other people like hide it hidden away. And I personally, I've not. So the bars in my area, uh, UK, uh, um, opened up about a month ago and I didn't rush to them which is weird because I thought I would do 
um because i do miss a fresh pint in the pub oh my god i do um but i didn't rush i was a bit hesitant actually uh because i thought everyone else would rush so i personally was a bit hesitant and i felt more comfortable saying okay i'll give it a few weeks and just see how it goes just in case it spikes again that was just the way i played it so i did that um and it's been about a month now bars restaurants still open even cinemas now starting to open in other areas like gyms are open and everything like that um and i'm still yet to have gone out like i'm still yet but this week i am this week i am actually going out and um for the first time since lockdown so it's like i think i calculated the other day it's like literally like four months of my life i've just been in a house yes i've been doing exercise i've been going for walks and stuff like that and honestly that has been my therapy and i really recommend if you're struggling in covid please go out for a walk find some nature nature is therapy i could not I could not praise it anymore. If you take any learning from today, nature is therapy. It is a godsend. Um, but getting back on this topic is that, yeah, I, this week, um, uh, a, a great friend of mine has, has come back from uh, uh, from his travels um, and we've not seen each other for about a year and a half. And I was like, oh my God, I need to see it. And um, I've actually now come over to his house for two days uh, so we could catch up i'm still working but it's cool because obviously i can work from home so it's i can just work um wherever i am as long as i have a laptop mouse i'm sorted which is awesome um and definitely something we'll discuss on another podcast because i think that's a that's an awesome uh way of working i think all companies should adopt um but anyway so I've uh, now for the first time I've left the house and I've gone to his house for two days and then on the Saturday um, we're going to be going for I'm um, first time I'm going to be going out into the big wide world um, and having drinks I've got like uh, loads of bars and restaurants booked um, because we're going to be basically doing a bit of a send off my brother who's going to be going uh, to university next week so why on earth have I just told you all that <laughs> lots of jargon but again, I want this to be a documentation of what's going on, but it does play into what I'm going to talk about today in regards to the subject and the title of this uh, podcast, is that I felt this weird nervousness like before I was coming to my friend's house, uh, like a genuine feeling of nerves and fear. Like it was really weird. Uh, I was in the car and this person I've known since like grams, like since I was like 14, 13, like been best friends. Uh, like we could not see each other for 10 years and we'd come back and we'd, we'd be we'd be saying the same jokes. Like we were just instantly best friends. Like, you know, the people who are your best friends, like you just you just click. It doesn't matter how long it's been instantly you just back to normal. And that's why they're your best friends. Um, but so. I, on the journey here, my mother gave me um, the lift and we were sort of driving uh, the way and I'm just in the car and I'm like, I notice my hands are fiddling and I can feel my hands just fiddling, just, like, okay, that's weird, they're fiddling a bit. And I notice my feet are moving a little bit, I'm going, hmm, fidgeting a bit and then I notice 
a butterfly feeling in my stomach. Like a like a weird like nervous tightness in, in my stomach. Okay. And then I felt a bit sick. Um and I don't get motion sickness at all. I'm fine with long travels. So I was like, huh. I'm twitching with my hands, my feet are moving about, I feel a bit sick, and I've got butterflies in my stomach. What is going on here? And I was really like a bit taken back at first. I was like, what is going on here? I'm going to see my best friend, I should be so excited. Um, but now it's come to the moment, I'm really uncomfortable. And I was trying to figure out, and then I went, my analysis of it was like, well, for four months, you've not been out of the house, really. You've only been in communication physically with your family because uh, they live with you. Um, so you have yet to go out and socially interact with your friends and anyone outside of your household for the past four months. And that made me realise like wow that i like i just never knew that time would have an effect on me like that and it sort of took me back a little bit i was like right like i just i didn't really get it at first because i was like he's my best friend like it's just normal stuff like i've been to his house hundred times like why would this be any different but it was and it, it felt different and i was genuinely i was nervous and really uncomfortable all the way up to actually getting to his door and seeing him. The second I saw him, it all blew away, which was awesome. Now, what I want to harness on is that feeling. That feeling, it's not directly related, but you, that feeling is exactly what your customer is feeling when they're looking for um a problem solver to to the problem they have in their life might not be the exact same feeling it might be but it it'll be very similar there might be some fear there might be um some anxiety um might be some uh sadness there could be anything if someone's got a problem in their life it's going to create some sort of irritation which is going to evoke some sort of emotion so i find it really interesting looking at it because I had this emotion going the whole journey. I had this problem. I was like, what's going on? How am I solving this? Um, and I was confused about it. And the second I got to my friends, he opened the door, bomb, it puffed, and it, it literally just vanished into thin air. And I look at that now and go, that is so much like a sales process because the customer has this problem. They, they know the problem, but they don't fully understand it because if they did, they'd know how to overcome it. So if they don't fully understand it and they may not fully understand the pains and the feelings that come with that. They may not even be aware of them all the time or know that that's creating that. So it is so important for you to understand exactly what your product what problem is it uh, overcoming? And when that product is not there, what is the feelings of that customer 
feeling when they're facing that problem that you are overcoming? What are those one, two, three feelings that they have on this problem? And I want you to get super deep on it, like get really deep on it. Like not like, oh, are you sick of your big body? <laughs> I don't know why is that. And like, no, I want to I want to get deep into the feelings of being overweight or deep into the feelings of not having not being out of your debt, being in debt all the time. There is a deeper feeling to that than, oh, be rich. No, there's a deeper feeling to it of the fear of being sat in your house when you're there watching TV and your children are being put to bed and you're there watching TV and everyone else is just doing their thing, oh, night, dad, and you're just so fully aware of the reality of what your family is in right now, the amount of debt, not knowing if the next day you're gonna have the electricity still gonna be on, you don't know, just every second is just fear that everything is gonna come crashing down. And that is the real emotion of that customer, not the, the upper layers, I will say. So I really wanna use this story to show you an example of how we really need to dive into the actual feelings. What do they, almost good to point, what, what can they smell like? What do they see in themselves? What do they feel like? Really jump into that audience, that customer, uh, and really feel what they're feeling. And then take that, those three feelings, and put that on your sales page and really make them feel it. Because it's not going to take much because you know for a fact that a person's feeling it. So if you just mention it, uh, and just discuss it a little bit in regards to your product, which is going to overcome these three pains, then they're going to instantly, it's going to instantly evoke an emotion of them because it, it, you know, for a fact, that's what they're feeling. They're feeling at least one of these three. This, that's fact with your product because you know what the problem is and what it does to the mental or physical health of, of human beings. So I feel this is a great example to just show uh, myself and anyone listening that it's so important to fully understand your audience um, on the problem they have, the problem you're overcoming, but in regards to the problem they have, what are they feeling towards that problem? What do they feel about themselves? And then create your sales message on that. You'll evoke an emotion, which will naturally evoke an action, and naturally, most importantly, they'll realize finally someone gets me finally someone understands me than selling this rubbish they finally understand me they finally want to support me and they understand and they see what needs to happen and then even though your product could be the same as a thousand others because you've told them that you fully understand them and this is the product that will overcome this that will then convert you an action of a sale I truly believe that uh, when it comes to sales, and there's, there's tons of learning you can uh, talk about when it comes to sales funnels, I'm gonna dive into so much, but this was just a key thing I just thought was so interesting, and it was just a real life example I could bring into it. So 
we've probably covered quite a bit there, but I will. And again, I'll probably break parts of this today's podcast into like other episodes, like the whole documentation creation thing. I think that could easily be another episode. I think we could dive deeper into trying to understand your audience feelings. How can I do that, Scott? How can I figure that out? Don't worry, there are ways. Uh, there's lots of things we can talk about um, that uh, we can learn along the way together. So lots to learn from today, uh, lots that I've learned from today. Um, and yeah, let me know if you found that useful. Um, I hope you did. But um, as always, have an awesome day and a beautiful night wherever you are. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.